man, building trust online now is everything because there's so, so, so much garbage out there. Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Marcotte. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. I'm Jeremy Marcotte, your host, and I'm here with Matt Rouse. Say hi, Matt. Hi. All right, and today we have two guests. We have Scott Burson, who is also a managing partner of Hook SEO. Say hi, Scott. Hey, how you doing? And we have a special guest with us today, Kevin Walters from Costa Rica Investment Properties. Say hi, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hey, there we go. All right. So today we're going to talk a little bit about relationship marketing. Um, So according to Forbes, relationship marketing is a strategy designed to foster customer loyalty, interaction, and long-term engagement. Uh, Relationship marketing is often used for higher ticket items with longer sales cycles, such as cars and boats, houses, luxury items. So those $30,000 purses uh, and investment properties. So which is why we have Kevin Walters here from Costa Rica Investment Properties to talk to us about all about that. So, Kevin, if you can explain who you are, what you do, um, that'd be a, a great start. Yeah, great. Kevin Walters, uh, 51 years old, licensed real estate agent and broker from Australia. Uh, I've taken my test in the U.S. as well and certified here in Costa Rica. I came down to Costa Rica in uh, 2013 to check out the market. Didn't think the market was quite ready for investors at that time. I revisited again in 2015, and just in those two years, it's completely changed a lot. Costa Rica is not the third world country that people want to think it is until they visit down here. So now what I do is I have an educational platform to teach people how to purchase property in Costa Rica. That's awesome. So how do you think online marketing has changed your relationship marketing? Because we're talking about relationship marketing. How has online marketing changed that for you? Well, it's changed it quite a bit. And where that happened for me and the changes happened were probably in 2008 where I was living in Australia and Mm -hmm. having that relationship marketing, dealing with the people face to face, coming into the office, uh, wanting to buy property. Then soon as the world fell out in the United States and the UK, thankfully in um, Australia, it did not. And I decided to be a citizen of both the United States and Australia, but to be a fully licensed broker, I thought I would take advantage of some of the downturn in the United States. So that's where the relationship marketing changed to the the online marketing, per se. So I really had to get caught at the speed, do a lot of Skype presentations, educate people online before they made that change into mm-hmm. purchasing property from Australia into the United States. And that's what we're doing now is more online marketing as opposed to relationship marketing. It's great, though, because right now, Costa Rica is the flavor of the month, the flavor of the year, maybe even the flavor for the last five years where a lot of the clients are still coming down here and we can meet with them face to face. I have a question, Uh of course, as always. So I guess my question is, because you're doing a lot of the marketing online now, how do you still build that rapport that you would have in person with people that's kind of pretty immediate? You know, when you meet somebody, you kind of have the ability to like, you know, have the handshake and and you have a little Mm -hmm. chit chat kind of thing going on. There's body language and stuff like that. You know, I, I guess you lose that a little bit in, in some of the, the online interactions. So do you have a way that you kind of like to see to try to counteract that? Or is that even something that matters? Or No, that's a, it's a great question. And it's very important, too, that I am 
available for people to call me through different platforms. We can talk through Skype. We can talk through WhatsApp. We can talk through, I've got a voice over IP with Magic Jack, or, you know, we even have a voice over IP with a, a US number at our offices as well. So the first thing is once somebody has some sort of interest in buying in Costa Rica and they've never been here, gosh, you got to get on the phone with them right away. You got to get on because that's the closest thing you're going to be able to do to create any type of relationship management at that time. Talk to them about it. Let them know that it it is not a third world country, that we do have Range Rover Sport, Evokes, that we've got great medical systems. Dennis, we have Blue Cross Blue Shield down here. So once you start implementing some of those things that make them feel more comfortable coming from the U.S. or North America, Canada, or the U.K., then the relationship starts happening. But I make sure that the clients that I'm working with, they know that they can contact me at any given time. All right. So that that immediate kind of first person-to-person contact, right, over the phone or something, instead of just email or, or, or messaging or something, you want to get them on like a live format. Yeah. And whether you want to look at it as this is a plug for Hook SEO or not, which I am plugging, you know, you guys have been very good in giving me some education on how to work with the North Americans and giving me some new ideas that have helped change from what I was doing from 2008, 9, and 10 to what we're doing now. Uh, the technology's come a long way with help from Matt and Scott. It's daunting to buy property in the first place, but to buy overseas without even being here, so you guys are really making it easier for me to have that client interaction. Hmm. Testimonials are a great thing too. There's actually kind of this, this shift in, uh, and I hate, like we usually do, we're going to kind of squirrel a little bit on the testimonial thing here, but testimonials, use cases, all of that stuff. A lot of people have been saying that because of the rise of all the like online review systems and people gaming the systems and spamming review systems and all this, that maybe they're not as valuable anymore. But I've seen a shift where the kind of recommendation system versus a testimonial where you have a customer story that's in audio or it's on a video or something like that is 10 times more powerful than any amount of reviews you can get. Like one person with a good story who says, you know, I had this problem and they helped me overcome that problem and, and I had a great outcome and they can see the person or they can listen to their voice and they can hear the emotion or see the emotion of it. And that is so much more valuable than just somebody on Yelp or Google or something being like, yeah, they're great. Five stars. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're 100 percent spot on. And that's one thing that we're going to now. Uh, I am getting more proactive with my YouTube videos so they can see real people. It's very important that I, when I start talking to people that they can reach out to our lawyers in the U S to our bankers, property managers. And and why is that important? Because some people are going to want to use this and set up as a corporation. It's going to be a business. They may not want to be retiring down here right away. So they feel a lot more at ease when they're able to talk to a reputable lawyer or a business bank manager relationships that I've had back from the Australia days from 2008, 9, and 10, that really helped out a lot too. And yes, the testimonials that are videos are great as well. And then what we're going to start doing next week is doing videos with our insurance people here, which again would be through Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Why? Because the North Americans really have comfort in that. 
We're going to be introducing them to our bank managers here, explaining how you can set up a personal bank account or a business bank account. They're going to meet with our property managers, tradesmen, all sorts of things like that. And everything will be in English. So there's no confusion or misinterpretation of anything. Right. So trust, like all of that stuff is basically just to build trust because you're in a trust business, right? Because the worst thing that somebody, I mean, their their immediate thought when something's out of the country Mm -hmm. is my money's going to disappear, right? The first thought, I mean, that's the worry that they have. They may not think that about anything about Costa Rica specifically, just any country, right? Mm -hmm. But I mean, honestly, from my experience, I've seen people lose money in the U.S. just as fast as they lose it anywhere else. It doesn't seem to matter what place they're in, right? It's just a matter of taking the correct steps. You know, like you talked about having lawyers and bankers and and the the people that, that know how to do it give you the information that you need to be able to make an informed choice and to do it in a way that, you know, you're going to keep your money safe. Right. And man, building trust online now is everything because there's so, so, so much garbage out there. Right. There's so much bad advice, scams. They were just, uh, we were just talking about robocalls the other day, people using robo dialers. They were saying 50% of all phone calls in the United States by the end of next year are probably going to be scams. Like Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable the amount of, you know, things that erode people's trust. So anytime that you could do that, it's brilliant to get all those people on the YouTube with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And build that trust. And then you can point people to that. If you have, if they have a question, right. You can say, Oh, well, you have a question about banking. Well, here's a video we did about how to set up a personal bank account and how to do those things. Correct. And, Another thing that came up recently also is the lifespan of content and content on YouTube, unless you remove it, it basically lasts forever. Mm-hmm. And it may be difficult to search for a long time, right? Um, once it gets pretty old, but you can generally give five, six years of lifetime to a video as long as the content is up to date, right? Um, but some things, you know, don't change. Some things do. So you have to update as you go. But you know, if you put a post about banking or, or you know, talk to a lawyer, whatever you, you know, the kinds of videos that you're doing on YouTube, you put it on Facebook or something, it's gone like three days, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you put the money behind it, and then it's gone as soon as you run out of money. Putting stuff on YouTube and, you know, even some of the other uh, content sites like Medium, Pinterest, places like that, all those can have lifespans of, you know, even up to a few years. Agreed. So I have one more question for you about just businesses in the past. How did the businesses and like what kind of businesses did you run in the past and how did they help you learn about building strong relationships? So what we're talking about now, I've been doing since, shoot, I've been doing since 2008. I had clients that were purchasing investment properties, Australians, while I was there purchasing investment properties in Australia. And probably towards the end of 2008, a lot of clients started asking what's going on in the U.S., I was living in Australia, so I really didn't know until I got off the plane to go visit my parents for Christmas in December 2008 and going by where Scott would know, Chandler Fashion Mall, and half the parking lot was full. That just that blew my mind. I was just like, you got to be kidding me. That doesn't happen five days before Christmas. So then that's when the bell clicked off and started finding a good person in Australia that could help me with these things that you guys are helping me with here. And that would be search engine optimization, setting up the YouTube channels and doing things like that. So I've, what we're talking about, I've always been within this form of investment property uh, portfolios, especially since 2008. So it has been the same thing, but things have evolved. 
Now, previously, cool. though, uh, you've had things unrelated to real estate that are all about relationships with customers. Now, are you talk, referring to the past life with uh, real estate in Australia or with sports? You, sports, restaurants. Uh, I mean, the sports yeah. led to a domino effect on, on building relationships and potentially even building up to the real estate in Australia, getting to Australia, then back to the U.S. and then to Costa Rica. Yeah, working with athletes, I was um, a student athlete myself in college with gymnastics and then then started coaching it and then went on to thankfully working with the national team in Australia and coaching them with the World Championships, Olympics and Commonwealth Games. And just like you're saying, you do build strong relationships that way with, with the parents, with the athletes, with coaches from all over the world. And then just going on with that, use that towards the trade within developing relationships in the real estate market, also the investment market as well. Sorry, that just kind of blew my mind. That's a lot of different types of people to deal with. It, it is, but you, one thing that that really helped out with, you got to meet a lot of totally different people and you get to meet a lot of totally different cultures. You're meeting the, the people from China, what used to be the Soviet Union, which is now Russia, Uzbekistan, the Ukraine, Italy, Spain, just people from all over the world and you get to know different cultures and then you start creating relationships with them. I'm still following, still friends with a lot of people, especially from Sweden. We helped them prepare for the 2000 Olympic Games and um, heck, even going back to that, while Scott's been living here, I think he's seen three Australians come in that I, my bank manager from Australia and some other people that I work with out there that are now even coming this huge distance to look at property out here. And it's by keeping in contact and keeping good relations. So that's a good segue. So Scott is one of our producers. So he's been living down in Costa Rica for what now? Almost a year? Uh, yesterday was one year. Exactly. Yesterday was one year. So do you want to tell everybody a little bit more about where you are down there and like what it's like in that area? Well, I uh, really actually was just coming to visit. I think I didn't really have a return ticket, but Kevin and I figured 10 days is probably the max before we start punching each other. So, and four days in, I uh, looked to Kevin and said, find me a place to live. And I've been here ever since, but people come here for all different reasons. For me, I realized that all I had, you know, I went back and forth between Oregon and Arizona. My parents are in Arizona and uh, had lots of stuff in both places, vehicles, everything. And I still kind of felt like I was just going back and forth, almost transient. And I was here four days. I just had a suitcase with limited amount of clothes and it felt more like home. So I stayed. But it's, it's, you know, like Kevin said, I mean, when, when I head into San Jose to take care of things or visit friends or whatever, you know, right across the street from the simple hotel I stay at is a Maserati dealership, you know, in a mall. I mean, you see Land Rovers, Maseratis, Ferraris. This is definitely not a third world country. And people always ask, is it safe? And I'm like, well, it is safe. And it's like anywhere else. If you go do something stupid, maybe it's not safe. But it's just, I feel completely 100% safe here. I love the area. It's like, you know, obviously we're here to talk about investments. There's great investments. You know, I when I buy, I will not live there. I will turn that into a short-term rental and earn triple what I pay for where I live in now. But it's just, it's a relaxing environment. It, Part of the country is a blue zone. You know, it's healthier, longer lifespan. Um, 
you know, beach. Uh, the people are the some of the kindest people I've ever met. You know, even when they don't like you, they're nice to you. It's just, you know, I can't say enough about it. But ultimately, I sit back and I just look around and I'm like, yep, this is for me. Yeah, we're at a place called Jaco, Costa Rica, which is taking off to be one of Central America's quickest growing tourism destinations. It ticks off a lot of boxes. We're the, we're the closest. We're not technically the closest beach, but we're technically the closest beach that has hotels, resorts, good food and shopping to San Jose. And just depending on the weather and who's driving, it can be anywhere from an hour and 10 minutes to an hour and 30 minutes to get here from San Jose. Once you're here, you've got so many wonderful attractions. People can come here and just, if they just want to hang out and lay out by the beach and have umbrella drinks, zip lining, ATV riding, parasailing, paragliding, crocodile tours, surfing, it's all there within minutes. So it's really great with that. I do have people coming on and saying, oh, it's more expensive than I thought. I'm using an analogy here, but where did you go eat last night? Well, we went to Ruth Chris's. We don't have that here in Hako, but why would you go eat at the most expensive place when you can get better food, better quality, and better service by going to uh, some of these local places that Scott or I gave you ahead of time? Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, you know, you can go anywhere from a, uh, a $2 beer to an $8 beer. Same beer, just different price that you want to be. Unfortunately, that's how I base my food on in a country if it's expensive or not is what a beer costs. Not a pizza, not a burger. It's going to be what a beer costs. Petrol, gasoline prices are just like Europe. They're more expensive. But I think Scott was talking something about earlier, didn't use the word materialistic, but I've gone from having BMW, Audi, where it was costing me $10,000 per month just to wake up in the morning between Australia and the United States to where I'm tickled pink to be riding around on my scooter and have a really cool two-bedroom, two-bathroom place at the base of a mountain at the base of the rainforest with a rooftop balcony. And I'm mm. people are like, oh, that's too far away from the city. It's three minutes on the scooter or four minutes by car. <laughs> you don't need to be right on the ocean. And that's another thing, too, is we help educate the people on what they should be looking for in purchasing a property. Not everyone being right on the beach is going to be their best investment because they may have higher homeowners association fees. And that's a whole other subject that we can talk about in a different podcast as well. So if somebody's interested in Costa Rica investment property, how would they how would they get a hold of you? Where would they go? Well, it's pretty easy. I can't believe that I found this domain, but it's as simple as this. Costa Rica Investment Properties.com. Go there. Right when you click on within 10 seconds, it's going to pop up with a free ebook on how to purchase property in Costa Rica and give you all the, the pros and cons of everything. So, okay. again, Costa Rica Investment Properties.com. And you answer your phone all the time. I do. <laughs> more more than my girlfriend would want me to. I can access to that. It's date night. Yes. <laughs> So that's, that's definitely different than the United States now, where no one answers their phone pretty much ever. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, and, and Scott saw me do it, I had to turn off my WhatsApp on the computer, and I had to turn off my no- notifications on the phone. Otherwise, there would be too many distractions. And it's because I do answer the phone and because we keep in constant contact with our clients. So I know this is not on our official question list or anything, but uh, I wanted to ask you about the radio show that you do there. Yeah, that, that's uh, pretty cool. A little bit more about that? Yep, so that, that's really cool. Um, when I came out here, and Scott kind of laugh, laughs at me sometimes, I'm 51 years old, so I'm like, 
gosh, I, I think I'm so far behind with, with what I'm doing with either social media, different platforms that way and trying to do YouTube stuff. My problem is I analyze too much and Scott's like, just start doing it. It'll happen. So I started listening to a radio show out here. They play great music. It's called Radio Dos, Radio 2. So R-A-D-I-O-D-O-S, 99.5, Radio Dos. And you can stream it live. We're, we're on all the time. Well, no, not we are on all the time, but I'm on with Evan Luck, which is the DJ from 5 to 7, uh, Costa Rica time, every Friday. So listening to that show, I'm like, gosh, I really need to get on there and try to start explaining people about the new Hako. Hako had a bad stigma about it in the past because there was drugs and prostitution. Well, you know what? There's drugs and prostitution everywhere. And we have a very good police presence here now. And with tourism coming in, a lot of that's pushing out. So finally, after two and a half years of talking to Evan, I'm like, please come down to Hako, check it out. When he got here, he's like, this is not what I expected. It is so clean compared to the other spots that he does his radio show from. Clean, like Scott was saying, the people are friendly. So we, we have a, well, not we, he's got the radio show and it's called the Happy Hour Show from five to seven on Fridays. And we talk about what's going on in Hako, the upcoming events, whether or not there's a concert locally, down the road, surf reports. We try to get on guest appearances. We just pull somebody out from the audience and have them come on. So it's a really good thing. But again, it's mainly talking and getting people educated with the new Paco. I think what I love about it most, you can listen to Metallica. And then the next song may be for Scott and maybe Barbara Streisand or the Bee Gees. So that's great. <laughs> uh, Scott and his Bee Gees, man. He just... Well, he is staying alive out here. That's what. Barely, barely. Yeah, and, you know, I don't know. Kevin probably knows. Maybe maybe not. But uh, you guys should uh, listen to it today. You can stream it. And we're just an hour ahead of you. So it's five to seven. So it'll be four to six your time. And you'll hear a lot of Kevin yapping and Evan. And, you know, they again, like like you said. It's, it's Fridays. Fridays, four to seven. Right? Four, four, to, four to six your time. Four to six. It would be three to five yes. with a change. Now it's four to six. So Costa Rica doesn't Central. change. Five to seven Central Time, Costa Rica. And what is the URL that they can listen to it at? Uh, just go to Radio Dose. So www.radio, R-A-D-I-O, D-O-S for two, dot com. And that's 99.5 FM in Costa Rica. And cool. I'll definitely I'm throw a shout out to you guys today. Yeah, and there'll be uh, there'll we be a link that. somewhere to listen live. Yeah, Actually, we'll put it in the we'll put it in the show notes. Sure. So in the in, in the show notes, we'll put the uh, link to listen live, and you guys do that every Friday. And honestly, the radio show is a brilliant idea, and a very uh, kind of a similar structure is uh, one of the guys that I listen to their podcast all the time is uh, Real Estate Uncensored, and Greg McDaniel's on there also does a local radio show there where they talk about real estate stuff as a realtor, right? And then they talk about kind of similar things, what's going on, news and events and stuff. Theirs is on a talk radio show, though, or a talk radio station, but it's the same idea, and, you know, once in a while, they get they get some leads from it, and they get some really solid leads from it, and anytime that you can be on different media, you get the ability to attract different people because not everybody strange as it may seem not everybody's on the internet i mean they're on the internet but they're not using it for maybe the purpose of looking for a lead or an investment or something like that maybe they find out about you or they're on vacation or something and they listen to the radio and they hear your show and then they can be like oh i'm gonna call this guy right anytime that you can kind of spread the love around between all the different media types Mm -hmm. we have found 
that there is definitely an overall lift in your lead generation on every platform when you spread it around a little bit, especially stuff like Facebook ads, Google ads, geofencing type ads. People are way more receptive to those if they've seen you on a different platform already. So if somebody sees you on, maybe it's a digital billboard or they listen to the radio show, they listen to a podcast, whatever it is, and then they see an ad. A good example is uh, Ryan Corbridge, who was on the show a few episodes ago. He was telling me yesterday that one of his buddies told him he was using his language app to try and learn Spanish or whatever, right? And in between, it has like a little commercial between it, and it was him on there. And he's like, I just saw you on my app, and then like 15 minutes later, I drove down the road, and there you were on the billboard. So... When you get that kind of cross traffic, it really builds up a lot more trust and people start saying, oh, I see you everywhere. And, you know, companies that do that kind of distributed media marketing that's multi-channel, really you get a huge lift in your leads and, and you get a drop in the cost it does to acquire customers. Well, you hit it, the keyword that you said going back to this whole social media thing and why purchase property overseas, it's a trust factor. And the more that I'm getting out there, it's a bigger trust factor that people have with me, that I'm a real person and that this is a real place. Yeah, trust is everything on those same. We talked a little bit about that on, I think it was Jeremy's episode three was the one that we were talking about, trust on your website. Yeah. Uh, you got to think, right? How does somebody pick someone that they trust to come into their home, like a service provider? Or how do they pick a lawyer? Or how do they pick a doctor? You go, you look at a couple testimonials, you look at their website, and you're like, eh, this is probably the one. I mean, you got to make a gut decision. There's not that much research you can really do on who is the choice, right? Mm -hmm. So you could say, you know, maybe I want to invest in, let's say somebody's already decided I want to buy an investment property in Costa Rica, and then maybe they have decisions of, of maybe different places that they can do or different providers who can provide that for them. They're going to pick the one that they trust the most. One that gives them a nice, simple, clear message and that they know that they can talk to you. That's the choice. There's all of the other marketing around it. doesn't matter. It's who do they understand and who do they trust. Perfect. All right. Well, Scott and Kevin, thank you both for joining us today to talk about relationship marketing and exactly what Costa Rica Investment Properties does. Uh, I really appreciate you being here. And... If you want more marketing tips, you can go to hookseo.com and there's going to be a banner at the top side of the website. You can sign up for the newsletter, which will tell you what's coming up, what's new, what's happening in the marketing world. Thank you, as always, for joining us for this episode of Digital Marketing Masters, and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. This has been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt Rouse and Jeremy Markoff. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Now stay tuned for a preview of our next episode of Digital Marketing Masters. Join us next week when we bring back Kevin Walters from Costa Rica Investment Properties to talk about marketing over borders. Digital Marketing Masters is brought to you by Hook SEO Digital Marketing. Our show is produced by Matthew Rouse and Scott Burson. Mixed and edited by Silent Outburst Productions. I'm your announcer, Daniel D. Craig. We would love to hear your thoughts. Please leave us an honest review with your podcast provider. Your reviews help us help more business leaders just like you.